Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Tag team back again. Check it directed. Let's begin. Party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. DC's in the house. Jump, jump, rejoice. There's a party over here. A party over there. Wave your hands in the air. Shake the dairy, yeah. These three words when you're getting busy. It is Hitman. Make this party hype. Good morning, Lincoln, Nebraska. Happy Friday. Welcome in the morning hookup. Bill Hooks, Will Wilson. Made it to the end of the week, baby. It feels good. Feels good. Welcome in. All these. We're going to go old school on the music today, baby. Well, we have to. Old school. We're playing all the music you want to play. <laughs> because it is Mr. Bill Hooks' birthday today. Ah, stop it. Stop it. Happy it is. birthday. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Yeah. How old are you? 45. Mid-40s. Here we 45. go. I thought you were already 45. No, 45. 45 today. It's going to be an amazing day. I can't wait. Good, so much good fun. Good job. And you're heading to Minnesota? Yes, sir. Are you locked and loaded? You packed? Uh, No, I'm not. Still got to do that. It won't take much. No, right, yeah. It'll be it'll be good. We'll get it done. What's my wife's my wife's motto when we go on trips? Yeah. When she packs, if I don't, if I forgot it, I can buy it. I forgot it, I can buy it. I'm like, what? That's no way to go on vacation. Well, I mean, some people that applies to. I don't get that. No, I'm like, why don't you pack your bag correctly? Go through the checklist. Get it right. I still haven't. Uh, you found my coat. You need a coat. Yeah. What time are you leaving? 12.30, around there. From here or from your place? From my place. God, you should have texted me. I could have got you the coat. I was going to text you this morning, but I, I thought you probably already left. It what time? Late. What time? Uh, it was probably around 8, 10. I was right by the house still because I was running late. Well, I could just got you a coat. It's fine. You know what? I'm going to stop by uh, the parents' house because there's a bottle of Apple Crown that well, I have to grab. you need that. You need that. And uh, there's probably a coat there I, I was going to say, did your pops have a coat? There's probably a coat there. Can I you borrow his coat? Snag his coat and don't let him know. Well, you know my my. Dad, <laughs> he's listening. Sorry. My, no, he's not. Uh, but my my dad, you know, he's a little bigger than me, so I that coat would. But if it's cold and you're layered up, you won't even notice. I guess you're right. You won't even notice. You know, we'll be fine. I, you know, in, here in Nebraska, it's cold too. So I think. I mean, be, does somebody at your place have a coat? You'd be like, hey, I need your coat for the weekend. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. No, no I, it's fine. No, not your style. It's fine. You know, if you drink enough, you're not cold. So. True story. All right, we're going to have a lot of fun today. A lot of fun today. By the way, we're going to tease a little something, too. we we got something going on in a couple weeks, don't we? Yes. We're very exciting. And we're going to like let it out of the bag, wear all the details on Monday. Yes. Maybe I'll wait till Tuesday because you're not back. We should do that one together. It's fine. I, 
I, you, dude, do your thing. Okay, we'll figure it out. But here's the deal. Clear your calendars. December 17th, Will and I will be downtown. It's going to be like a little ESPN-type Christmas party. Yes. We are having an a, ugly sweater Christmas party. I don't even know if we could call it. I, I don't mean, even know. Yes, we call it ESPN I, Lincoln, but it's the morning hookups. It's the morning hookups. This is our Christmas party. Yeah, and we'll let you know. It's going to be December 17th, 6 o'clock until whenever. Will and I will be somewhere, which we'll tell you on Monday. You could come down, put on those ugly sweaters. I don't have one, but it, we'll find something. It's a good point. It is an ugly sweater party. We'll find something. We'll be down there like at 5.30 or 6, and then we're going to kick it off at 6. Come down, have a an adult beverage with us, and say hi. And we don't know where exactly yet. We're, we'll have the details nope. on Monday. Yep. but and we'll tell you where we're going to be at. It, I can't wait. This is exciting. It's a very exciting thing. We haven't gotten out amongst the people in a long time, Will. No, we, no, we haven't. I've always kind of wanted to do like a station uh, party like this, yeah. show, show party. Uh, hasn't happened until now. So coming up later this month, we are going to be having a, a morning hookup Christmas party. December 17th, 6 p.m. kickoff. We'll let you know Monday all the other details. It is. I, I, but, I can't wait. But you have 15 days to plan. Yep. Clear that night. Clear the schedule. Because we'll be hanging out somewhere downtown. Can't wait for that. All right. We're also going to have Jeff Motes here in a minute. It is Hate Creighton Week. It is. Weekend. We're going to have a lot of fun today with that. That'll be about 940. We're going to go hate Creighton. Love it. Uh, we're going to talk Huskers today, too. A lot of, lot of news. By the way, I am not going to talk about Mickey Joseph today. We're not doing it. If you want any information, go read all the official, the official reports. Okay? Not the rumors, blah, 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 which are stupid. If you got caught up in that yesterday, you're an idiot. Sorry. You're an idiot. I want to be blunt with you. You let it happen through the whole coaching search with the accounts. You let it happen yesterday. Don't believe everything. Just because it's in Twitterverse, it's not true. Okay? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Still saying lots of prayers for that family. Family situation, let it take its course. Okay? There you go. But we will talk Huskers. A, a decommit, the portal... Recruiting what's happening today. It's a big day, as you can see. If you go on official Twitter pages, like Coach Rules, Nebraska, they're making local visits today. They're up in, like, Gretna and stuff. They're getting on the, like, they're on the road, okay? And then Will wants to, he has a bone, he has a question, I think, about one staff member who, assumingly, is still, is being retained from the Frost staff. We'll talk about that. And Dr. Dane Todd at 10 o'clock. Hopefully he shows up today. Hopefully. It'd be the day it's, to show up. It's your birthday. I mean, seriously. He has to show what up on your birthday. kind of friend and partner, you know, whatever do we call him. Right. He doesn't show up. We'll see what happens. Don't be late, Doc. I'm just kidding. And by the way, I want to shout out everybody. I know everybody gets this, and I know it goes out and said most days, like you share love, but it is very humbling, especially on a birthday, that you get so many people that reach out to you, and I appreciate it. Makes an old man feel nice. My kids woke up this morning, gave me some gifts, gave me some hugs. That was the best part. My wife, even though she doesn't get up early, my wife doesn't get up early, she gave me a hug this morning. She got up out of bed came downstairs. Wow. Happy birthday. That doesn't happen often. No. 
But it's it is very humbling to get all the messages and the texts and all that stuff, and it's only like nine o'clock. Yeah, right. But I have a lot of older friends, so they're up early, so they get text yeah. early. <laughs> Those are the ones. Getting to your first. Yeah, they beat like they beat everybody to it. Right. Well, happy birthday, Thanks, bro. brother. Have appreciate a great it. day. I appreciate it. So we got the man. I think we do. Jeff Motes. Motes, what's up, brother? Happy birthday uh, to you. Happy birthday to you. Birthday, dear Oh, Moats, too nice. Jeff Moats, everybody. Jeff Moats. I'm not going to quit my day job. No, but I, but I guarantee you we have that recorded. And I think I just made most of Lincoln <laughs> turn the radio dial by singing that. At, I, least, at least they turned it down. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it was Motes. nice, Moats. I appreciate that. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, you bet. Well, we got Jeff Moats in the house. He came in He came in guns a-blazing, and I love it. Moats, uh, let's go right into it. Let's kick off. Let's go back. You know, I guess a couple of weeks now, right? Has it been a couple of weeks since we got the state finals of football done? Yeah, a little bit more than a week. About a week and a half, roughly. Uh, there is no question that Class A championship Woo! game with Gretna and Westside, I think that was by far the best game of the entire championship round. Um, it was so so back and forth. And, you know, Gret, I've seen Gretna, I've seen Westside both in person this past season, and there's no question that both were very good. Um, but you look at how this all played out, and it came down to the one team who's going to make the one big final play, uh, and it happened to be Westside where they were able to get into field goal range, and and it was Tristan Elvano that booted that 45-yard field goal, and that was his fifth field goal that he made of the game, and that gave Westside the win. But I, you know, it was interesting to know that he was offered the full ride scholarship. Uh, I don't think not even 24 hours after the game had completed. And uh, but I, I, I think that was probably the best championship game of all the six or seven that we had. And then uh, you know I think it was to be expected that Bennington was probably going to roll in that Class B championship. You know Pierce looked really good in C1. Uh, Norfolk Catholic rolled in C2, and of course. Uh, you know, uh, Hitchcock County in D2 and Clarkson Lee in D1, uh, first-time state champions there, and also first-time state champion Parkview Christian, in which we covered in D6 on uh, the 18th of November, which I must tell you guys was extremely interesting because um, it was literally like watching backyard football. Your center is also an eligible receiver. It, it was that interesting. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a great time. Made the two-hour trip out to Kearney to go cover it. We had it here on ESPN Lincoln, which, by the way, uh, you can go back and listen to On Demand on the High School Sports On Demand page. Uh-oh. Wood didn't cut his mic on. Sorry, He's, back. He's back. Let me turn my mic on real quick. Motsi, we are into the high school basketball world. Uh, and by the way, going back to football, Gretna, two years in a row, you know, just unfortunate ways to lose a championship game. Obviously, we know what happened last year, and then losing on a walk-off field goal, that just, nah, that sucks. But anyways. Well, and, you know, and they won that game a year ago, but we know that because of an ineligible player uh, that, 
you know, with the paperwork not turned into the NSAA, right? Uh, about a, a kid that had transferred into the into the district and it wasn't turned in. Um, you know, Gretna ultimately had their state championship trophy basically revoked and not recognized by the NSAA. I would imagine the school probably, uh, in some form, will still recognize it. Well, it's it is unfortunate, but we are into high school basketball, and I mean, this is my favorite time of the year, uh, just because. I mean, I feel like Nebraska high school basketball is is pretty fun. Uh, you know, there's always some good talent floating around, but we already had one game uh, last night. What went down at, over at Southwest, was it? Yeah, we had Lincoln Southwest, Elkhorn South over on KFOR, and, uh, you know, big night. Uh, Southwest uh, got their first win of the season in convincing fashion, especially in the second half. They won 79-58. They led uh, 36-29 at halftime. And uh, it just seemed like Southwest is going to be one of those teams in Lincoln this year that are going to be teams to beat. Um, I, I think not only Southwest, but I think Lincoln Southeast had a pretty big case to show for last night. Uh, you know, Southeast pre-rated, preseason rated number seven. They go up and they upset number three, Omaha Westside, by eight at Westside. Um so, Southwest, Southeast, Northeast gets a road win all the way out at North Platte last night. Uh, Northeast is a team that they got re- three returning starters, but a lot of their bench production that they had from a year ago had graduated. But you've got some experience that has come up uh, from the junior class that swung last year as sophomores. Those kids are playing. you got a freshman in Jackson Cruz that's going to be a a, quite a player to watch here in the next couple of years. He's only a freshman. Uh, so there's a lot of things happening with Northeast. But um, I would say those three in particular. And Lincoln North Star, uh, man, North Star comes away with a over, well, almost an overtime win, but it was in regulation that they won on a last-second shot by Antella San Linnell, uh, who scored 27 points in that game last night to beat Millard South 50-49. to uh, so those are some teams of note. Lincoln High is better this year. They got a win over Fitzgerald La Vista last night, and I, I went over and caught the East Millard West game, and that was kind of a dogfight. And it wasn't exactly the smoothest of basketball games. Uh, there were a lot of physicality, obviously, when you look at uh, uh, Millard West. A lot of those kids, some of those kids are football players, baseball players. Uh, that are playing basketball, but they're just naturally good athletes. And Lincoln East has got good athletes. A few of those kids, like Carter Templemeyer, uh, Carter Mick, and some of those that played football, um, obviously can be very physical too. But it was East that came away with a two-point uh, win last night, tied ball game with about eight seconds left, and East gets the ball into the front court. And it was uh, Christian Melissa that drove the baseline from the left side and scored what turned out to be the game-winning layup with about three seconds left or two seconds left before Millard West called timeout to try to get a last-second shot off, and it fell short at the buzzer. But uh, East gets a win last night. Pius suffers a loss. So I, I think in general this year, when you look at some of the teams in Lincoln, fellas, I, I think these teams are going to be a little bit up a level uh, from where they have been the last several years. And I think Lincoln basketball is trying to get back into a frame where they were for many years. And you always had one or two teams at least that were competitive 
and, and always talked about in class, say, in terms of rankings and state tournament and so forth. So we're, you know, we're off to a good start here with a, a lot of the teams last night getting wins. Uh, there's really no games to speak of tonight. In fact, we have nothing on the air tonight to, to bring you because uh, with these early first-week pod tournaments that they play, they usually go Thursday, Saturday, and then next week we'll start kind of more of the regular schedule where they're going to be playing on um, uh, mainly Fridays, some Thursdays, most Saturdays during the day, early evening, and some Tuesday nights. So we'll we'll get back into our regular season schedule. In fact, our first game here on ESPN Lincoln is Tuesday night with uh, Waverly hosting Blair. So, yeah, so we're looking forward to it. It should be a fun start here to – uh, the basketball season. We'll see how things progress over the weekend. We got Jeff Motes hanging out with us on the morning hookup on a beautiful Friday. Uh, Motes, I was just going to go there with you, start previewing uh, some of those because you guys in this uh, group in here that does such a phenomenal job on the air covering these games, uh, you guys are going to get real busy real soon. So start previewing some of those. You mentioned Tuesday. Uh, what else is going to be happening? And then where can they find you guys? Well, uh, again, Tuesday night we'll have actually a couple of games Tuesday night. Uh, we got, I believe, Seward and Lincoln Christian on uh, KFOR Tuesday night. I don't have the schedule right in front of me, fellas. I apologize. I'm actually mobile at the moment, so uh, kind of tough for me to kind of look it up and, Sorry about and, that. and drive at the same time, obviously. Uh, yeah, we don't get caught. Well, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> in fact, we'll have... I just want to let everybody know, too, we'll have those schedules posted on our web pages later at uh, both KFORnow.com and ESPNLincoln.com. But um, uh, we got Blair and Waverly Tuesday night here on ESPN. Uh, then I think it's Seward Lincoln Christian on Tuesday night over on KFOR. And then we will have York Waverly next Thursday on KFOR next Friday night. Um, we will have a game on KFOR, but I believe it's City game, uh, two Class A teams uh, with uh, Chris Schmidt on the call, and then I'll have uh, the Lincoln Christian, Lincoln Lutheran Girls Boys doubleheader here on ESPN Lincoln. Those are just some games of note that are coming to mind here. But you know, as we as we go through the, the regular season, I know once we get into January and post holiday uh, festivities, uh, we're going to start to see a lot of these big city matchups. And I talked about how Southeast got a win last night at West Side and Northeast got a win on the road. That's one matchup I think that's going to be looked at as probably one of the more bigger games of the season uh, once we get into the month of January, and that's something that we're going to be covering too, that game in particular. But I, I just think in general, fellas, the way that things are stacking up with the city teams in general, again, it just seems like with this freshman class in particular, the freshman class has been tremendous uh, from what we have been gathering in terms of off-season notes, just based on the talent that we've been told about that was coming in to the school year, that these schools were going to get an influx of kids that were really, really good. And so we'll see how these teams kind of progress as we move forward, especially with these younger kids. There's, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly how many kids – they're in the freshman class this year that are up on the varsity level. I would say there's probably at least four or five teams here in town that have got freshmen on the varsity. So that, what does that tell you about this class here in the next couple of years, and even down the road? It may be one of the more talented classes that we've seen in this town in a long time. 
it's going to be fun. We're we're talking to Jeff Modes. Jeff, uh, this Sunday we got a, a pretty big game, one of the biggest games each year in in the state. Uh, by the way, it was tough to see Creighton go down last night. Uh, it was t- a tough game to root for because we don't want Texas to win. We definitely don't want Creighton to win. But uh, anyways, Jeff, uh, <laughs> Sunday we got yeah, Nebraska. You, you guys, yeah, you guys say that. You guys. I say you too. Well, I, we're not alone, by the way, Hooks. Uh, I mean, uh, Modes. But uh, Sunday we got Nebraska-Creighton. Are you ready for this one? Oh, I think so. I, I, I think it'll be a good game. I, I don't expect Nebraska to roll over and play dead by any stretch. I, I really don't. Um, you know, they got two wins that they needed to get off their, uh, you know, to you know, get back into a winning form, and they did that uh, with wins over uh, Florida State and, and Boston College, obviously. Those are uh, two games that I think Nebraska desperately needed to win to, to get back into a winning form. And, uh, and I think those are quality wins. Uh, it may not look like that be the case on paper if you're looking at some sort of postseason nod unless one of those teams gets on a hot streak. But I don't think Florida State will by any stretch. But I, I think Nebraska, with the guys they got this year, and now that you got Derek Walker back in the lineup too, um, I, I think they'll pose a challenge. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's not been a friendly place for Nebraska to mm. go up to Omaha and play Creighton. And, uh, you know, it's been, well, let's see, almost 19 years since uh, Nebraska got a win on the road at Creighton. And that was in the NIT first round. And so uh, I think Nebraska, yeah, are they overdue for a win up there? Absolutely, they're overdue for a win. But you look at the flip side with Creighton, and you look at the losses that they suffered. There was a two-point loss they suffered to Arizona last night was by five, and they competed and worked hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Texas is just a very good basketball team. There's no denying that. But um, I, I think the game will be interesting to watch. Um, but if you wanted my pick, obviously I'll go with you know the the boys in blue. Um, but I but I also think Nebraska, uh, if if they were to compete hard and kept the game close. Um, obviously, if they pull off the upset, that's huge. That's a big boost for that program and big boost for, for Coach Hoiberg. But, um, but if they played it close and kept it within reach and still lost, I'd still say that's, that's a step up. You know, you're looking to rebuild this, this program somehow. I think you got some better kids in there this year with Jawan Gary. Uh, and I think uh, with Derek Walker back and – Dan Greasel, the former Lincoln East standout, back in the program uh, for his final year of eligibility, I think they can make a little bit of headway. So I think Sunday's game for sure is not one that's going to be taken lightly by by either side. Definitely not. It'll be interesting. Nebraska has a lot of toughness in front of them. Three top ten teams coming in the next three matchups. So, uh, Moti, we appreciate my brother. We'll get you out of here. Um, if you're around, come in and see us because we're going to have a um, – a tribute to how much we love Creighton around nine forty, nine forty-five. Oh boy! I think you need to hear it at nine thirty or nine nine forty-five. No. I'll be in, I'll be in media briefing. I don't know if I want to. No, like it. yeah, like nine forty-five. We'll wait. Nah, I, I'll be in briefing. Well, we'll make sure we send you the drop then. So we'll have. Yeah, um, yeah. They just <laughs> send it to the Dropbox. <laughs> All right, Moti, we appreciate your brother, man. We'll talk to you real soon. Hey, fellas, have a good weekend, and happy birthday, Bill. Welcome to 45. Isn't it sweet? It's beautiful. I love it. Thanks, Mosey. Appreciate you, brother. (laughs)
right, bye-bye. Hey, Moats. Oh, always great stuff from Moats right there. Yeah, basketball season is here, man. Prep basketball. Like I said, all the schedules and stuff, if you go to ESPNLinka.com, we'll get it posted. They're posted a lot of places, and we'll keep talking about it, about when Will and Schmidt and Moats and whoever else, all the great calls that they're going to have throughout the season. So it's going to be awesome. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Let's talk Nebraska.